What's up and welcome to another VR2 on SI Podcast. I'm your host Jake Nichols filling in again this week for Jack Foster for another special edition pod. Well, it's Florida week and we all know what that means. Vols, Gators, under the lights, in the swamp, on ESPN, Saturday night. In terms of SEC football, folks, it does not get bigger than this. Now, if you will be going to Gainesville this weekend for the game, or if you will be making any other kind of plans for Tennessee games or anything else this fall, then be sure and do so through our friends at Acker Travel Company. Contact our friends Beth and Price so that they can do all the work for you in terms of travel. Acker Travel Company is currently sending you a $50 Visa gift card to book with them, so what is there to lose? Go ahead and give them a call now and find that dream vacation. Like I said, you can do that if you're going to Gainesville or going anywhere else the rest of this fall. Now, let's get back to the main point in this podcast. For anyone who's ever followed Tennessee or SEC football, you know as well as I do that Tennessee Florida Week is just different. No matter the spread, no matter the differences across the rosters, this week brings the best and worst out in each fan base. And that tension goes up even more this year. Josh Heupel will face his first SEC road test as the head coach at Tennessee, and this game will also start a seven-game conference slate for the Vols. This game will mark the 51st meeting between the schools as Florida leads the series 30-20. to The Gators have also won 15 of the last 16, as Tennessee will be looking for its first win in the Swamp since 2003. So for this pod, I thought, who better to bring on then Jabari Juice Davis, who was on the team the last time Tennessee knocked off the Gators in Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. Davis's full Tennessee career spanned from 2001 to 2004 as he racked up 1,228 rushing yards and 22 touchdowns. Of course, now he's also famous for running the Legends of Tennessee football camp, which goes across the state every summer, reuniting VFLs as they teach the game to the next generation. So here is my full conversation with a true legend of Tennessee, Jabari Davis. All right, so Jabari, it's been a minute since uh, since I talked to you. I know the last time was you know the the Legends of Tennessee event, and then um, and then back in the spring. How you been, man? Doing really well, man. Really well. How you been? Doing good. Just uh, you know, getting ready for uh, for Florida week as you are, I'm sure, and. Um, I guess that's the the first place I want to start, man. I noted it in the the intro, but no matter the the spread, no matter the roster size or anything like that, this game always has a different feel to it, as I'm sure it especially does for you. Yeah, you know this game has a lot of great memories. If you look at last fifteen, twenty five years, this game has always been a uh, mark on everybody's calendar, and especially when it comes to Know, your first week of real SEC play, mm-hmm. and uh, you know this is going to be the real test of what type of football team you have going into the fall. So, and it's also an indicator of what team is going to be in control of their own destiny getting to Atlanta. You know, Coach Former always told us, you know, you control your own destiny, and it always starts with that Florida game. So, uh, it's always been a big part. Tennessee football history over the last 25, 30 years. Um, unfortunately, things haven't been going really well for us. But I'm always for Tennessee. I'm always never going to turn my back 
it's my university, and you never know what could happen, man. So uh, I'm excited to see what we can do with a new coaching staff, some key new players at some different positions, and see if we can go down there, cover the spread, make it competitive, and you know find ways that we can possibly come out with a, with a win, man. You never know what can happen. Absolutely, and I guess that's the, the first place I want to start is um, – just, you know, you were there, obviously, on the team the last time they won in the Swamp. So going off that, this game with the, the spread and everything, that it, it to some it's lost its luster in recent years. But can you just go through, you know, what it means to you and, and your advice to these players going into that kind of environment? Uh, well, you got to understand, when you're playing against Florida, man, and at night, it's going to be crazy it's gonna be a madhouse it's gonna be something like you never really experienced before in football you know that stadium is gonna be rocking those fans are gonna be rowdy so you need to be focused focus focus you know you gotta have everything uh ready to go be prepared to come out don't be distracted play clean football be disciplined and, um, you know, you want to strike early. I, I said this on a podcast yesterday. It's always the number one thing for me being an underdog at home. I mean, playing away in a hostile environment is to shut that crowd up as fast as you can. And it's, you know, if you strike first and if you hit them in the mouth and you get that 12th man, you know, get that momentum to, to, to stop, you know, you really have some momentum in that first half. So, uh, that's my advice, man. Just stay focused. Don't get caught up in the height. Don't get caught up in what's going on off the field. You know it's going to be crazy. You know you're going to see a lot of things you've never seen before. A lot of crazy fans like you've never seen before. And they're going to try to get you out of your game, man. But, you know, this is the reason why you come to Tennessee for moments like this. You can make yourself a household name and make yourself memorable for hundreds of years if you go down there and if you do what you need to do and you come out with a win. Now for the younger guys they've talked about you know the excitement of this week and, and kind of what you said that that's why you come to Tennessee but for older guys on this team you were a vet whenever you guys last won at Florida. How much more does it even mean to the older guys that will put on that helmet on Saturday to, to face Florida one of your final one or two times? I would say it would be something that you always remember, man, you know, that feeling never goes away. Uh, I want these kids to experience a level of excitement like I had or what you experienced as a fan growing up. You know, the city ha- hasn't had that probably since we beat Georgia in 2016 on that Hail Mary pass when everybody was just fired up, going crazy. Seeing all the reaction videos of people jumping in the rivers and lakes and taking their clothes off, yelling and screaming. So uh, if you want that type of feeling, if you want the city to to get back to where it was, you know, back in 2016 and back in the late 90s, early 2000s, go down there and make a statement. And um, you'll be able to have some of those memories as a player. But those guys deserve something positive. You know, they went through a lot. The coaching changes. I don't know if we have any uh, – Bush Jones, kids on staff or not or were recruited. But those guys have played through so many different coaching changes, different head coaches, different coordinators. Man, why not try to lead with something to brag about? Going off that into a little more of specifics here, 
with Tennessee's running game. You've got Tyon Evans back this week and Jabari Small. As a former Vol running back, what's your advice to those guys? Because that is essential to getting things going against that vaunted Gator defense. Uh, same thing like I've been telling people all week. Make them fear you. Make them fear you. Run hard, run physical. Uh, make those linebackers and those safeties tired of tackling you. You know, intimidate them with your running power. You know, make those safeties come up in the box so you can get more of a threat with your passing game outside. Florida likes to run a lot of nickel. And if, uh, you know, if you run that football and if they become more concerned about what's going on with the running game, it's going to leave a lot of one-on-one matchups on the outside. And I'll take my shots with a high hit, you know, with a double move on a corner, throwing up a 50-50 ball. Uh, what I would, you know, then I would, would have five DBs with still a question mark with quarterback play with accuracy and making smart decisions. So I think a great run game would make the passing game a lot easier. Uh, with the quarterbacks that we have on this roster. Right, and going directly into that, that was a, a perfect segue, but Josh Heupel mentioned today that there's no update on Joe Milton, but that he's not leaning toward any kind of two-quarterback system, that it's going to be one guy under center. With both of these quarterbacks being new, with what you experienced with, with Casey Clawson in the swamp, what would your advice be to, to either one of those guys, and what do you need to see from this offense overall? I just want to see some identity. I want us to click. I want us to uh, see drives. You know, I want us to win on first down. You know, get you five, six yards with a good play. You know, win on third down. The only way you can win on third down is that you got to win on first down. You got to be successful on a third down. You know, you got to have some momentum, get some type of drive, uh, and just keep it going. Move the chains, man. Move the chains. Don't do anything that you're not been coached to do. Don't force the ball uh, to places and to windows where you don't need to force it. Uh, you know, make sure you're having all the proper mechanics, everything that you've been coached to do uh, these last couple of weeks. And just focus on your assignments. Like I said, don't get caught up on the outside doors. And Florida uses that to their advantage. Like I said, you know, we're not the type of football team where we can capitalize off mistakes and come with games. So, you know, we got to win on all sizes of the, of the field, but especially offensively. Uh, I just want us to see, you know, get us a, uh, just get in a good rhythm, man. Let's click. Let's make positive plays. Let's catch the damn ball. You know, I'm, I'm, I've been upset like a lot of fans when it came to you know, the wide receivers uh, not really doing a lot to help the quarterback some by not really running through the route or not really competing for the balls uh, when you need a high point him or uh, making the easy catches. You know, we we got to catch the ball. You know, we got to capitalize off those possessions. You can't lose uh, possessions and, and drop footballs. So running back, you got to protect the football as well. So we can play clean football and eliminate a lot of mistakes. I think we'll be in position to have some good drives and uh, score some points, man, to make this thing fun and, you know, keep it close. 
Right, and you know Tennessee obviously gets a big boost back with with having Cooper Mays back this week. Heupel mentioned that today that um, that they get their starting center back, and you can't overstate how big that is with the environment there and and with the communication factor. But going over to defense, obviously Florida has a, a great option attack with Emory Jones, but then they can also put in Anthony Richardson, and they are second in the country right now in rushing. What's your message to Tennessee's defense and to Tim Banks for how you want them to come out on Saturday? A message to the defense, let's put a lot of pressure on those quarterbacks. Um, let's don't give those athletic quarterbacks a lot of rooms to, uh, you know, get out of the pocket and, you know, create a lot of running lanes because we are dealing with a good, some good dual threat guys for Florida. But uh, I just want us to uh, really create a good pass rush, man. Create a good pass rush. Let's see um, how well we can defend the middle of the field. Uh, let's let's don't get lost in coverage. I know that's been a struggle for us over the last couple of years, and especially on third down. It's like we get lost underneath with a lot of drag routes, a lot of uh, quick game stuff in the middle of the field. Uh, so let's defend that. And secondary, you know, let's, you know, let's, let's, let's attack the football, you know, refuse for guys to catch the football. Um, don't get lost in coverage. Play your assignments, man. Play discipline, playing football. So that's just my message. But, you know, let's create hell in the pocket. If we can do that, we can get those guys to make a few bad throws, and maybe we can break on some some balls and get some, you know get a few picks here and there. And with the linebackers, let's you know let's let's tackle. I think we've been doing a much better job of open field tackling uh, this season over the last couple of seasons. And uh, hopefully, you know, Jeremy Banks step up and have a tremendous game, and also that. That kid from Texas that, that transferred in. Uh, Juwan, Juwan? Juwan Mitchell. Juwan Mitchell. Here's an opportunity for him to make a statement. <laughs> Say, Tennessee, I'm here. You know, we haven't had any uh, feared defenders in the middle of the field since A.J. and Kurt and, you know, guys like that, man. You know, Tennessee was built off great linebackers. Uh, who's going to be that guy? You know, with a great game today, man, you can, you know, make yourself a lot of money um, as far as playing at the next level. So, uh, Banks, Mitchell, somebody, step up and, you know, be a force for this defense. So, Juice, we've talked a little bit about offense and defense, but now going into special teams a little bit, obviously that's still a, a big factor and has been in several Florida games in the past. But yeah. with guys like Valus Jones back deep, yeah. What would your advice be to guys like him that that are really good with the ball in their hands and then that can make those game changing plays that may be necessary in an environment like the swamp? Special teams, you know, Coach Homer would always say special teams be special. You know, special teams play with discipline. Special teams give us an opportunity to help uh, put us in a great position to, to score. You know, give us a short field to work with and give the opposing team a longer field to work with. So that's what I would say, man. Uh, find ways to make 
plays uh, with that football in your arm. Um, you know, use your God-given speed, use your athleticism, make people miss, and, uh, you know, give us an opportunity where we can, um, you know, take a punt return to the house, take a kick return to the house. I don't know when the last time we scored on special teams. Was it with Evan Berry? Probably or somebody. I don't. I don't know. But it's been a while since we had a punt return or a kick return for a touchdown. Let's change that this weekend. Somebody step up and challenge yourself. Hey, let's get a kick return to the house. Let's get a punt return to the house. Let's score on special teams. That should be the goal. At least get seven points from the special teams unit. Perfect. I remember last Saturday after the Tennessee Tech game. We talked to Valus, and he actually had a necklace on that had a little goat on it, and was talking about how that affects his mindset. That you know, you go on the field, you believe that you're the greatest of all time. You believe you're the goat. Oh, yeah. Do you remember having anything like that on on y'all's team, or just the the importance of that kind of confidence? Man, it was just mental. You know, we didn't have any uh, any. Uh, any jury or anything like that that we would need to <laughs> get us motivated, but I'm not gonna knock it. Yeah. You know, hey, that's 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 a brilliant uh, concept. You know, to always remind yourself that I am the greatest. I am uh, that I have the potential to be the best, and to never, you know, give a hundred percent. Always give a hundred and fifty. It is is always a little more than I can give, and I always play this game the way it's been meant to be played and to lay it on the line for my teammates and for my coaches. So um, that, that's it with us, man. We were just playing during a, during a culture where we already had the expectations and the standards were already set to play at this university um, from playing with guys that played on that 98 national championship team. So, um when you were blessed to be around guys like that, the first day you walk on campus and the first day you put your pads on, you already know that you stand on the shoulders of greatness. And and that's the only thing uh, that's allowed on this campus is, you know, you practice to be great and you play to be great every Saturday. How important is it to remind these guys of that with – the spread being what it is Saturday, and and like I said before, with this game having lost a little bit of its luster to the outside view. Yeah, well, you can't look at what happened in the past. Every year is a new year. Don't get caught up in what the media is saying and the spread and everything like that. Just focus on your job and find a way to make plays. Um, You know, it's a new year. You know, what are you going to do to change the history if you were upset with your performance last year, your performance a year after, you know before that, it's an opportunity to change it. If you were upset, you know, as a senior, and, and you got an extra year to come back from COVID, you know, make a statement in your career right here. So, focus on you, stay in your lane. Don't be worried about another lane. If you worry about another lane, you know, you're not going to be committed to doing your job so that's what I would say man just put everything on floor focus on everything you need to do to be successful this game perfect and I guess for for one of my 
first wrap-up thought here, Josh Heupel. Obviously, this is his first big road test as Tennessee's head coach. And as somebody who's experienced that environment, experienced playing around the, the greatness that this program has produced, what do you need to see from him to, to start a new era with positivity and, like you said, to make a statement? Just the thing he's been known to do best, man, is, you know, he's been a highly respected quarterback coach, offensive coordinator, come out with a great game, a game plan, stick to it, and uh, coach to win. That's it. Go down there, coach to win. Put guys in position to be successful and uh, find ways to get it done. You know, I'm a coach myself. And sometimes, you know, you got to go off the script a little bit and you just got to find ways where your team can uh, win. If you got to change people's positions, if you got to have a guy backfield that can help put a block or move a guy around and do this, whatever we got to do for this play to work and for us to win in these situations, that's what we got to do. So uh, don't panic. Stay calm. I mean, you know you're in for a dog fight. You know Florida had a great game versus Alabama. Don't get caught up in that. And, 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 hey, this is a new weekend. And get these boys ready to play some great football, man. Perfect. Well, lastly, I know we've uh, we've talked a lot of football, but I asked you a little bit about this um, on the phone. This Saturday marks the 51st meeting between Tennessee and Florida, but then Sunday will mark – the service for a, a dear friend of yours and teammate in Paris Harrelson. I know that, that Tennessee has put out a lot about him and and that you remember so much about what it was like to, to be in locker rooms with him and to, to be able to have that guy as a friend. If you just want to touch on anything about him and, and just how much he's missed. Yeah, uh, that got us all shocked. And we're still stunned about that. Uh, I haven't talked. Paris since 2011-2012 you know it's kind of difficult when you don't have guys on social media and Paris was working with the 49ers so he was doing really well man and uh, was working in the player engagement and started an IT business he was always um, I think like the tech stuff as well Uh, but it's just heartbreaking man to see a guy so young, so healthy, just now going into his uh, his 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 post career, and you know, be, be taken away from you so soon. So, uh, it's, it just gives you a new meaning. Like I told you earlier, to love, to forgive, and to uh, cherish every day that you have on this earth with your friends, with your teammates, with your family, with your co-workers, whoever, man. Uh, give people their flowers while they're here on earth. And to to let the little stuff go. You know, if you got a problem with somebody, it's, it's always ways you can work it out if it's not too extreme. But um, it's, it's just one of those times, man, where you just – can't believe what's going on and this weekend is just service uh we got a lot of guys coming down for that it will be in madison mississippi uh where he was born and raised and it's going to be a great 
great service. Everybody can be there from his high school, from his college teammates to his NFL teammates, and uh, send him off to glory and make sure that we keep a piece of him in our heart forever. And uh, we all learn what work ethic was like from Paris, what brotherhood was like, what it was like playing football, um, being, you know, being a leader, playing with, playing through pain, playing through, playing through adversity, whatever it was, Paris was going to give you everything that he had in his body for this group, for your school, you know, for your team, wherever. So, uh, guys like that, man, they don't come around that much. So, when you got a good one and a real one like that, man, you got to be thankful that God put him in position where you guys met and shared a bond. Awesome, man. I guess to, to close, to wrap it all together, um, is there any memory that you would want to share from Paris from a Florida game that you remember? I was trying to find some plays on YouTube, but uh, that 3 game, he was just a sophomore. I know he had a big set on CJ Lee, but uh, you know, I just remember those times in the locker room, man. After beating Florida, that's how I vibe Celebrate those moments, getting on that. So coming back to Knoxville when we were in Swamp, having a great time and leaving the uh, stadium, get back to campus, and celebrate, having a good time. So uh, those are just my moments. Uh, all right well i think that is a uh, a perfect place to to wrap it up man i can't thank you for enough for coming on today and for talking a little bit with me about the game and i know you'll be be watching on saturday as everybody will but man juice again i appreciate it and i uh, hope you stay well man no problem man i appreciate you reaching out so that's going to do it for us on another special edition of the vr2 on si podcast thank you guys so much for listening Thank you again to Jabari for joining me for a little while to talk Tennessee, Florida. Be safe, those of you that are going to Gainesville this weekend, and we will see you next time. Thanks, guys.